You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future of Radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. I'm just, there's a couple of things. One, I'm disappointed that you didn't bother to come to me. Why would I ever come to you for for any kind of advice like that? Well, for a little bit of advice on this situation, I am a bit of an expert. I have experience. I have managed this type of situation. Oh my God. Are you talking about your pool boy job again? That was, I was not a pool boy. I was above a pool (laughs) boy. You were at a pool and you were a boy. I'm pretty sure that makes you a pool boy. No, that's not how that works. Also, um, it makes me a little bit uncomfortable that you barely passed. That, I'm not. <laughs> there is lie. no barely passed. It's pass or not pass. I passed. It doesn't matter by how much. It makes me a little uncomfortable. No. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Of course, we are live here five days a week out of Portland, Oregon on the Fun Employment Radio Network, celebrating five years. November 14th. Get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is awesome. And we appreciate your we service. We so appreciate you. Really quick, just a quick pause. Test, test. Test, test. There is something going on with my microphone, so I am going to just adjust that. We'll cut that out afterwards. There we go. I figured it out. Okay. Okay. Then we'll cut that part out. Anyway. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. It is so fantastic that you do so. Yes. So we've got, we've got, of course, lots of stuff that we're going to get to today. Sure. But I think we should address this right off because this I feel carries, like I'm accomplished. This carries off of what we were talking about yesterday. Okay. By the way, just speaking of things talking about yesterday, I feel 100% today. Oh, okay. We needed a Sarah health update. Just really quick. Yeah, because people were asking us, want to let you know, um, I feel fantastic. Well, It good. is past. Good. Yes. Good. You passed the you passed the Ebola. Mm-hmm. All right. That's also a sign that you're probably going to be. It's probably going to come back worse. Sure. Anyway, so also carrying off something else from yesterday was where you were talking about how you wanted to. Uh, basically, you're looking for another little side job. Sure. This is, of course, is our permanent job. This is our this is our day job that we do five days a week. Fun employment radio. Thank you for tuning in. So on and so on. You guys are awesome. But, you know, we like to have a little bit of a side job. We do. Too. We and, keep busy. And Sarah was looking for one. You were working at a bar. That bar doesn't exist anymore. Yes, it closed so, down. So now you were looking for something else. And apparently you went out and took some initiative yesterday. I sure did. I sure did, Greg. Which is, which is good. Well, after we had talked about it. So in the couple of months that... Um, that I, you know, when the bar closed that I had worked at, and now when I'm starting to look for like another bartending or serving job, uh, my food handler's permit had lapsed. Okay. And so I realized that I needed, because it's been a few years, and so I realized that I actually needed to take my food handler's test again. Right. And I'm like, you know what? Because I am, I was wild and crazy last night. I decided I'm like, all right, we talked about side jobs today. I'm like, the next step I need to do is get my food handler's permit, okay. and then and then I'll be good to go because I already have my OLCC card. So I'm just like, all right, I just need to get my food handlers, then I can you know be available for any job that might come my way. Sure, yeah, sure. That's good. That's being that's being proactive. That's mm-hmm. a very good thing. Okay, so you t- so you took this, and here's the thing though, Sarah, let me in on a little bit of a secret here. The food quiz, and this is a national thing or just a state thing? I'm trying to remember. Uh, well, this one specifically was the Oregon State Food. Okay, I have it. Paul, it's a what is it? Because I have my certificate here. Okay. Uh, I successfully completed the food handlers course in accordance with uh, the Oregon statewide. Okay. Now, I as well have taken this for, for various side things in the past. So I am a certified food handler, number one. Also, I used to, of course, manage a poolside restaurant 
we'll say. Seriously, where, how much can you like embellish this? Are you kidding me? It was a restaurant. You I were managed a pool it. boy. You were a pool boy that grilled a, hot dogs for people. I was not a pool boy. It was more than that. It's somewhere in between the two of those. Okay. However, I did have a lot of experience with it. What makes me uncomfortable, though, is that... You apparently barely passed the okay. food handler's test. You know what? That is not even an accurate statement because if there is a test that is passing or not passing, it doesn't matter by how much you pass or don't pass as long as you pass. How many did you get wrong on this? Four. <laughs> Those are important things. They really weren't important. It was the dumbest test I've ever taken in my life. Also, let me just ask this. So it's a food handler's quiz to yes. determine if you can accurately handle food. But apparently only... Oh, you can miss four of them. That's fine. You can miss five. Oh, a little, a little bit of salmonella. Okay, well, that's fine. She still passed the food handler's quiz, so that's that, that still works. We'll let her serve. Yes, it's a 20-question quiz, Shouldn't and it- you, can get, uh, you can get five wrong. So if you get 15 out of 20, that's passing. Are you but kidding But I me? did better than just passing. I super passed because I got 16 out of 20. You can serve food with a C grade on your food handler's test? That isn't a C grade. You know what it is? It's pass or fail. That is, There are no letters in pass or fail except for P or F, and I got a P. <laughs> okay, I don't understand why this thing is even allowed. Because I don't because want somebody who doesn't know. Because you know what? I'm not. I'm not a chef. I'm not like taking some. Cul- I'm not in some culinary institute. I am just like getting food well, from somebody. Very who is- upset about it. Whatever I'm not. It is. You <laughs> seem very defensive about this. No, all I'm saying is that because like, all the stuff like with temperatures and stuff. Like I spent so much time yesterday memorizing all of these like facts. I took notes because you're allowed to take notes. I took like five pages of notes during all the videos I was watching. Okay, let's let's take a look at your notes. Do you do you have your notes here? Yeah, I have them pulled up. So, I ha- I took like all these notes on temperature control, on like all um, like all the important things, like all these nicknames, like uh, like Yopi is this thing of the people who are at risk of getting sick. There's the PIC, uh, the person in charge who are like important, you know, for do- There are all these like random things I took painstaking like eight like footnoted notes for this stupid test and you know what the test had to do with absolutely fucking nothing that i had studied okay let me all right all right are we are we are we easy now Calm, calmer temperatures i'm just saying calmer there, waters? Is no, there is no barely pass or calmer fail. There's, waters there's pass or fail okay i passed okay one i will say this something needs to be done about that system because i think you should have to get 100 percent if you're going to be handling food and serving it i don't think getting 75 percent right is is okay i got more than 75 percent that's why right. ebola is spreading in this country anyway so so the other that is <laughs> i'm just, you just kidding. shut up yes <laughs> uh also the why why did you i mean if you really if you're going to take it let me let me be honest it's an online quiz correct yes okay you took hand notes you no, I realize... took them on my computer. I have them all here. I have one, two, okay, you... three. Let me let me see your notes. Four, Can you send five, them to sorry, me? Sorry, I have five pages. You took five pages of notes. I took five pages of notes. Also, if it's online, shouldn't uh, wouldn't you just be able to look up the answer if you really wanted to? Well, I really wanted to learn, and clearly that was the wrong way to go about it. So you learned about seventy five percent. I learned about seventy five. You know, I learned more than that. Like I didn't learn anything from the actual test. It was the most random questions I have ever seen. They had nothing to do with what I had learned. All right, I just sent you all my notes. Okay, let's take a, let's take a look at what Sarah's notes were. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see here. They food, were very food thorough. Notes. All right, so right. Those first parts were just uh, that. So it starts with the 48 million cases of foodborne illness. People at risk of getting sick, yopi, younger than five, older than 65, pregnant, immune compromised. 
Oh, all right. Oh, this is okay. The, so these are all things that I, wrote, I hand wrote. I hand typed all of this stuff out, taking notes, pausing, and restarting these stupid videos. Okay. Okay, seventy-five percent. Uh, be, it's being noted in the chat. People are accusing me of being of being out of order here. Wow! Someone said if Greg took an exam on being a dick, he'd definitely score one hundred percent. I'm sorry. If people are serving me food, I would expect that they know. People some are asking things. if you had to Let take a pool this. boy handler's test. Let me ask this. Yeah, I was not a pool boy. All right, I need to explain this. We need to set the record straight here. Yes, I worked. This was in high school when you were a boy. When I was, I was. A young man, and maybe I was becoming a man. You were a boy. Slowly walking into being man. Okay, so I worked at the Illahi Hills Country Club outside of Salem, Oregon. I got the job there. I didn't have any relatives or anything like that that worked there. I, I applied. I got the job. The first oh, year. Oh, wow. Greg's really showing like how he's like, he grew up on the streets. He's That's like, look, right. I didn't I worked, even know anybody who worked there. I just worked I my did way it up. My own. I worked on, my, on my way own. up. So I got a job there working at, it's a big fancy country club, golf course and all that, and then they have a very fancy pool, and then they had like a mini restaurant by the pool. the pool. It wasn't a so snack bar. So when you were bar. a boy, you worked at the we pool. We had grills, we had fryers, we had milkshakes and refrigerators, we made hamburgers and stuff. It's a full-on restaurant. And so I, the first year worked there, the second year, I managed it during the summer. I was the manager. I made the schedules and I helped pass the food tests or whatever, you know, when, well, actually we got shut down for a few days, but <gasps> oh, we did. Really? We did oh, when you were in charge of it. <laughs> okay. But it wasn't my fault that we got shut down for a few days. So the uh, food administration, I'm sorry, what's the right term for that? The, the not the FDA, but uh, the Fed, I don't know. The, the food hand, anyway. The, the food people. The food people. We'll say that. I totally, that's a, that's one of the questions I aced yesterday. Like, who checks the food? I'm like, the food people. Obviously, I'm an expert on this obviously. myself. So they came out, and yes, there was some mold behind the refrigerator, but I had noted it to the head up people before we had started that season, and I let them know that there was mold back there. We needed to fix it, and they didn't want to fix it. So it was either that or I just quit and I'm like well no I need the job so I'm going to stay on and then they and then they then they came out and they found it and they shut it down for like 3 days while we had to pressure wash everything back there but then we got open back up to 100% Wait, passing. Also, I'm sorry. I've worked in many restaurants and not once have I ever worked in a place that has had to be shut down because they didn't meet food regulations. The the manager wouldn't let my manager wouldn't let me do anything about it. He wouldn't let me shut it down and clean it. So I was like, well, okay, I'll just keep doing it. I mean, I didn't have it was yeah, like that when I found it. You were it. saying it was if you were the manager, right? Yeah, but I had people above me. No, if you were the manager in charge of your pool boy duties, that means that I, I learned that yesterday. Boy. You were the PIC. I learned that yesterday. You were the person in charge. Yeah. Everything goes, yeah, and you I just referred said, yeah. Up, yeah, and I referred it up no, the chain. No, no, it doesn't who matter. To- just like the general manager, like the person who's in charge, like in a restaurant, the, the general manager or the president isn't going to be in the restaurant all the mm-hmm. time. You know who is there? The person in charge. Who was you? Who's responsible for making sure that no outbreaks occur? Wow, really dropped the ball. I, I don't even know what you're doing. Are you done? Is that what? I'm d- that was called schooling you, Greg. Uh, I'm not sure what that is. I think you're going through like phase three of delirium where you're going through like your fever stage and I don't think you quite understand what's happening right now. So, no, I was, it was people above me and then I explained it to them. Now, uh-huh. I will say, yes, it did fail. Also, uh, part of the reason why I didn't make a big, bigger deal about it, I did inform people. But I was also working illegally because they were under the impression that I was 18 years old, but I was only 17, and I was working way too many hours for a 17-year-old to work in Oregon. You weren't allowed to work that many hours. Mm-hmm. I was working like 65 hours a week, and so I, I just didn't tell them. 
Did you it's just like, well, we'll just assume that I'm 18. I didn't say I wasn't 18. Oh, wow. They just never bothered to check because I had worked there the summer before, so they just assumed. Like, oh, well, he must be 18. Like, yeah, sure. Aren't you supposed to fill out paperwork and stuff for jobs? I, paid, I filled it out. The, yeah, if they had looked, sure. Yeah, oh, it clearly wow. stated. I didn't lie. I just didn't come forward with the information that they probably could have used. So you didn't lie, but you didn't tell the truth. I didn't lie, but I didn't go out of my way to make them aware of the mistake they mm-hmm. were doing. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. So that's that's kind of what happened. Mm-hmm. However, I'm saying I could have offered you plenty of advice on you know how to no, work. No, you these couldn't things. have because it is the most random quiz I have ever seen. I swear to God, everything that they taught me. Uh, while I watched this, like, for, like the 45 minutes of my life, I was wild and crazy. I was sitting at home last night at 8.30. I'm like, oh, I'm going to take my food handler's quiz. So I sat there. Okay, so I have a sample question. I changed it just so it doesn't seem like it's cheating or I don't, I don't know what the fuck the rules are. Okay, so Wait, basically, you, okay. let me just give you an example. It's like the right. entire time they say the first thing that they say, and I have it in my notes right here. I'm looking at them right now, where it says um, the first thing. Uh, is don't go to work uh, ever go to work sick stay at home for 24 hours uh, even if you feel like you're semi like you're even getting sick now let me ask you yesterday you were in here complaining about how you felt sick and yet you came to work there's no FDA inspector coming in to check in here and now I'm fine everything's fine it's fine Um, but anyway so the first question I shit you not on the test was about people being sick and it's only you can only pick you know one out of the four i do have one of the real answers and i won't so um you can pick one of the four and it says as the manager of a restaurant which one uh, okay which one of these employees if they were um, exuding these symptoms would you send home so right away i'm like all right well it says if anybody's showing any signs of sickness they're not supposed to be there that was not an option the options i swear to god were a, coughing, sneezing, have the flu. B, sneezing, aching, and sore throat. C, urine is black and you have sallow skin. Urine is black? Who's going to walk up and be like, hey. I am black urine. Or D, uh, one of your eyes is itchy and swollen over and um, and you think you might have pink eye. And you're supposed to pick out of one of those, like, which one of the four people that you're supposed to send anyone home who's sick are you supposed Wait, to you're send only home? supposed to send one of them home? Yeah. So all four of these circumstances is a sick person, but they're saying, which one do you need to send home? It was like, it was completely confusing. I'm like, I have, well, I have in my notes. Black urine. You send, no, you send itchy eyes home. See, I picked itchy eyes too. Yeah. And it was black urine. Why don't you send itchy eyes home? Because itchy eyes, eyes would totally contagious. be highly contagious. That's what I thought. Yeah. No, it was black urine. As a person who's had pink eye a few times, I can tell you it's highly contagious. No, it made no sense after it repeatedly said over and over again, anyone who's even exhibiting any signs of sickness, you know, that's how food gets contain, uh, contaminated. You need to send them home. So the first question has four sick people, and you're supposed to pick the one that you're supposed to send home. James in the chat says, black urine sounds like a death metal band. It does sound like <laughs> one. That, that, that does sound like a, that's totally black urine. No, I totally went for pink eye, too, because I'm like, all right, well, black urine, at least you're not peeing on the people's food. Oh, pink eye's gross. But pink eye's totally spreadable. Oh, yeah. No, it's disgusting. Yeah, so it was questions like that. Like, none of them had anything. So I, I've, you know, studied all of these degrees, like how hot you're supposed to cook chicken and beef, like what the danger zone is between 41 de- uh, degrees and 135 Flying degrees. Flying to the danger zone right yeah, there. I've yeah, I've totally memorized all this stuff. And then there's a question on the first part that's a trick question about black urine. All right, we'll tell you what. Here, I've got, I've got a quiz for you. Why all right. We, why don't we something... do this? It, this has to do with food hygiene. 
And let me ask you let me ask you a couple of questions on here. Okay, I'd we'll like see, to. We'll see how you do. All right. Let me ask you this. So you want to be a server. What is the correct temperature that frozen food should be kept at? Oh, 41 degrees or under. That is wrong. No. That, that is wrong. That's what's supposed to be. Frozen food at 41 degrees or under? That oh, is well, wrong. Oh, it's cold food. It's cold holding. It's under 41 degrees. Frozen food. Okay, you've already failed. Number one. 33 degrees. No. 31. No. 30. No. 19. You're ne- you're going to have to go a lot further. Negative 18 degrees or lower for frozen food. Oh, whatever. So you've already... All right, so you're serving uh, freeze-dried food and stuff that's just kind of slightly... Ooh, that's rotting way in there. All right, next question. Where should raw meat be stored in a refrigerator? Uh, raw meat should be stored... Uh, Closer to the bottom so it doesn't drip on anything. It should be at the bottom. Yeah. Not closer to the bottom. At, the bottom. at the bottom. Okay. All right. Yeah. That, we'll kind of go with that one. All right. What is the... You put them below ready to eat food so that they don't get dripped on. All right. Yes. That is that is, that is is true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see. Which of the following meats are safe to eat when they are pink or raw? Is it chicken? No. Pork? No. Minced meat or lamb? Minced meat. Wrong. Lamb. <laughs> Lamb is okay to eat <laughs> yes. when it's pink on the inside. You I can eat just... steaks or uh, whole cuts of beef and and lamb if they are, uh, let's see, yeah, you can eat steaks and other whole cuts of beef as long as they're properly cooked on the outside. Oh, there you go. All right. So there's, you're already not, not inspiring too much I'm doing confidence great. here. I'm doing great. All right. You know what I'm doing? I'm passing. <laughs> what are the basics for, basic steps for washing hands? Oh, there's three. There's wash, that uh, there's scrub, wash, <laughs> sanitize. The, none of these are part of it. Okay, let's go to the basic part. Is it A, wash thoroughly with water and dry? Is it B, apply soap, wash thoroughly, rinse, and use paper towels? Or C, apply soap, wash thoroughly? B. It is B. Yes. All right, so you can wash your hands. I can wash my hands you've, successfully. You've you've done that part. Okay. Uh, what is the what of the fo- which of the following is true about bacteria? Oh, I know so much about bacteria from my five pages of notes from yesterday. Is it A, bacteria multiplies and grows faster in warm environments? Is it B, bacteria needs air to survive? Is it C, every type of bacteria can give people food poisoning? Or is it D, by freezing food, you can kill bacteria? But which one's tre- true? Which one is true? A. That is true. All yes. Right. That is, that you you passed that. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. What is the ideal temperature? What's the ideal temperature your fridge should be? What? I didn't. We're going to skip that one. Okay. I don't know that. We're skipping that one. All right. All right. Let's see. Oh, it should be below 41 degrees because that's the cold hope. I'm going to ask you a couple couple more. Okay. And then we'll. And then we'll uh, then we'll move on. I okay, like I'm feeling see. really good. Okay, you're feeling confident because I think I you're am. only about halfway. I'm there. already feeling confident because I already have my permit, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's your food server. That's your food <laughs> handler, ladies and gentlemen. That is the general attitude she has. I already have it, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> okay. Which of the following foods is is likely to contain the most bacteria? I'll say it again. Which of the following foods is likely to contain the most Bacteria. Okay, tell me. Frozen raw chicken. Okay. Recently cooked chicken. A opened or an opened fizzy drink. Bottled mayonnaise. B. Wrong. Frozen raw chicken. 
Oh. Yep, it's most likely to is likely to contain the most bacteria. That is being pointed out by Edward. He says, I do have a food server attitude. <laughs> yeah, you definitely got that. Angry and, and defensive. I'm not that angry is, and defensive. I'm saying I tried Portland. really hard. You will do well in Portland. Yeah, I'm not going to cook. We all know I don't cook. All I do is touch the bottom of the plate and bring You're, it to somebody. That's all I do. <laughs> hey, hire me. <laughs> <laughs> That winning attitude right there. So smile, I am, put a smile I am on your very, face. You know that I am very friendly. I'm just saying. You've seen me at work. I am like the nicest person ever. You are. Um, I'm just saying right now you may not be exhibiting those traits. Whatever. All right. True or false questions. This will, this will, what we'll end it, This is what we'll end it with. Okay. Uh, if a food is cooked on the outside, it will also be cooked on the inside. True or false? False. Okay, that's very. What good. kind of question is that? I don't that? know. That was a pretty easy one. I'm hoping yeah. this one's harder. No, uh, you must wash poultry and chicken pieces before cooking them. True or false? True. False. Unless there's visible evidence of con- <laughs> or contamination, like dirt I don't know. Or I don't feathers. like touching raw chicken. I don't like touching raw meat. It grosses me out. <laughs> Also a real great trait for a server. I don't... You don't understand what a server is, Greg. I'm not a fucking cook. I am a server. Someone else presents you all the beautiful food. You are the angriest food. server in the world. I am not because you're keeping on talking to me about refrigerating food and stuff. I'm not touching the food. All I do is take the food out of the window and serve it to someone and ask if they want ketchup and mustard. I'm not cooking <laughs> the food. I'm not rinsing I'm just, the chicken. <laughs> I'm just imagining a, a customer asking like, ma'am, is this, is this meat cooked all the way through? It looks a little pink. And then having one of those responses to, it's not my job to be the cook. I would never say that. I'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, would you like that cooked a little bit more? Would you like a new piece? I'm really good. I'm friendly. <laughs> I know you are. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. I have seen it happen. All right. Well, there we go. You you have passed regardless. I did. So the state says you are clear to serve food. Well, and let me just say for the record, on my OLCC test, I got 100%. All right. I got 100% on that. I have no doubt you can serve and mix drinks. <laughs> That's, that part does not. I have no question of that. That does, that does not bother me. Serving food, okay. I, you as a cook, I would honestly be a little bit concerned if you were the cook. Well, good thing the only thing I make is macaroni and cheese, and it's for myself. That's true. So that's okay. I'm that's not contaminating true. my own food. Okay. Yes. All right. I think that's why it's so lax, because it's like for, you're a food handler, you're not a food preparer, you're just kind of mm-hmm. taking people's food to them. Mm-hmm. And you're not, basically, it's like, wash your hands, don't cough and sneeze on the food, don't leave chicken out. <laughs> that's like pretty much what it is. All right. All right. Well, congratulations. Thank so you. you. I feel now very accomplished. Prepared. Okay. I felt pretty good. Now I have like now now I just need to go find me a, a job, a yeah. part time job. Yep. Side gig. Yep. So I can get more stories because I'm I'm missing all of those like speed dating stories and everything. Oh yes. I speed need to dating. find some. I need some more silly bar stories in my life. All right. Okay. We'll see what can happen. Mm-hmm. Should we do a little bit of uh, yo? There we go. Yeah, Bean brings up a good point in the chat, by the way. She said... If you're a live listener, you can go to funemploymentradio.com slash live and join in the chat. Six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. She just said uh, about the chicken thing, where if you're supposed to wash the chicken or not, and you said I was false, that you're not supposed to wash the chicken, and she brings up visible contamination, you can't see salmonella. Totally true. Well, that's washing it before you cook it. If you cook it, salmon- you kill salmonella. Yeah, I know, Probably Greg. What did you food. accomplish last night? Did you play some video games? Where did the... What? Where did that come from? No, Keelan's saying, wow, never tell Greg any of your achievements again. 
I merely asked some questions. You do have the server attitude in Portland. This is this is going to work well for you. So, no, the, the thing... Backhand to compliment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you you um, cook it. That's how you kill Seminole. Cook. Thoroughly cook food. Thoroughly. Yes. No, and I do have the temperatures. I was all prepared because they listed all the temperatures, too. You have to cook chicken to 165 degrees. Okay. Steak to 145, ground beef to 155, bacon to 145. Okay. You're all welcome. Right. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. I'm a proud owner of the Oregon Food Handlers Permit. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Greg, now this is weird. So this, uh, my first story is uh, an anniversary of sorts. Okay. And it has to do from something that happened five years ago. And I was looking at the story and it totally tripped me out. Because I remember talking about this. But I remember it being when we were uh, still on Rock 101 KUFO on the Rick Emerson Show. Because this was right before we were laid off. Okay. Yes. All right. Do you remember Balloon Boy? Yes. Balloon Boy? It's been five years to the day. Balloon Boy was the guy who... Today is the five-year anniversary of Balloon Boy. He had made the homemade, like, the homemade balloon, wasn't it? And then his kid uh, crawled into it? Yeah, so Falcon Heen and his family gripped the nation for days as rescuers searched frantically for the boy, uh, then six years old, whose parents um, had said he had floated away in the balloon. Side note, do you remember this particular day, too? I remember this day because when this story broke... No, this was the day that we were watching Where the Wild Things Are. Yeah, as a company, we went and all watched... We got a screening of Where the Wild Things Are for for Alpha... What We were Alpha at that point. Alpha Broadcasting. And, and we, we were in the theater. I, yes, and so we went and watched it, and we all had our cell phones off during the movie. Yeah. Got out of the theater, uh, turned on our phones, all of our phones started going... All of a sudden, got all these messages, just like... Heard you guys were getting let go. Oh, I think it's going to happen yeah. in a day now. That uh-huh. was th- this was five years ago today, where we first heard that we were going to be losing our jobs. Wow, isn't yeah, that crazy? Yeah, because it was all the balloon boy stuff. Uh huh. And this went on. Yeah, it went on for like weeks. Yeah, for weeks. It went on for two and a half weeks. So right when we started the show, so probably some of our first episodes have that all the balloon boy stuff on it. Yeah, because our first episode was on November fifth. So, but it was it was recorded a couple of days before that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Weird. Yeah. Weird. So five years ago on this day, we were sitting in that theater watching where the wild things are, and that's when we started getting the text messages like, oh, I hate to break it to you guys. <laughs> Heard there were, Because I think Court and Fatboy were there, too. And we all kind of got the message at the same time. We were all getting those texts. Yeah. Mm-hmm, and Paddock all, and Rick Emerson. And, and Lisa Wood. No, Lisa Wood was already let go. Oh, she go. was already let go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Anyway, five years ago today, when they uh, when this, these parents claimed that the kid, the six year old kid, had floated floated away inside of a balloon, a makeshift like balloon that they had, you know, inside of their garage. Um, so of course it turned to skepticism uh, after a while, and then hostility when the boy eventually appeared at his parents' home, not being in the balloon. So this is uh, Richard Heen. He insisted that he uh, that the boy had hidden in the garage, and he swore he swore that he thought the balloon boy was, you know, up in the air. But he was not. So uh, court records eventually proved that the Heens were in financial trouble and were working with a production company to try and create a reality television show based around their lives. Uh, these documents say that Richard Heen told a friend he planned to stage a hoax involving a UFO-shaped balloon that would grab worldwide attention. <laughs> oh, man, it's just, yeah, I'm re- being reminded of all that stuff with this guy. 
Oh, he was crazy. Did he go to jail? Mm, I'm not sure if he did or not. Somebody in the chat, Vicky in the chat asked at the same time, didn't he go to jail? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he, he did go to jail. I think he did for fraud or something. Yeah, because it was, a, I mean, it was deemed a <laughs> West, hoax. Yeah. He told Since he everyone that his child was that it, floating away in a balloon. Yeah. Balloon boy. <laughs> so that was five years ago. Today. Which is so weird. I can't believe it's been five years. Next up, this one made me laugh out loud. Uh, this has to do in San Francisco. So we all know that there might be some... Uh, some San Francisco is one of the most expensive places in the world to live in, you know. Yeah. Yeah, in, in many of the parts. And there are, some many, there are many upscale areas in San Francisco, um, including a place called the No Valley. Have you heard of it? It's N-O-E. Is it Noe? No Valley? No Valley? Is it an abbreviation for something? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. But it's supposedly very prestigious. Okay. And this is uh, this is the No Valley area in San Francisco, which is quite expensive to live in. Uh, so apparently, somebody decided to mess with the people who were there. So there's an old um, cafe that had closed down. I guess there had been a fire in it in this area, and it was a very fancy cafe. So somebody who decided to play a prank on the people in the neighborhood in San Francisco decided to put up a fake notice on this abandoned building. That a community Hooters was moving in and applying for its liquor license. <laughs> so they got these, the appropriate, um, they like were able to mimic the liquor license. You know how when someone uh-huh. puts it on the front of a building after they've bought it, like right. applying. So they did say, sure enough, that they were going to call it neighbor Hooters. <laughs> and they were going to, which panicked all the people in this hoity-toity San Francisco neighborhood. Because they really thought that. Hooters was going to. So it said that, you know, the, the listed, the corporate name of Hooters LLC. Oh, Yes. So apparently people started freaking out until it was proven that uh, Hooters, Hooters LLC isn't actually the list of corporate name, the corporate <laughs> name. It's uh, it's correctly Hooters of America LLC. So they were able to figure out. That is that, good old fashioned trolling the neighborhood. Dude, There's nothing a, wrong with that. That's something I don't see anything that needs wrong. to come to Portland. That's hilarious. Like some, some of the fancier neighborhoods. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. How funny. That is, that is trickery that I approve of. <laughs> So all these like well-to-do, you know, soccer moms are walking around and they see what is it called? Neighbor Hooters. <laughs> Neighbor Hooters. That is that is great. Neighbor Hooters. Or even put up the name of a fake like strip club or something in some of those areas too. Oh yeah. That would work. Let's just do that someday. Let's just ride our bikes down to the Pearl and any like building that we don't see, just get it like a fake nose. We weren't this is for satirical purposes. We won't right, really yeah. do this. But yeah, I put something up like, you know, Mary's Club too. <laughs> <laughs> Pearl District Applebee's going in next. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought that was our, funny. It made oh, me laugh. Something to do with Walmart. That would go really well too. Oh, that would go so well. New Walmart convenience or something like that. Walmart grocery. Walmart grocery, yeah, going mm-hmm. in. <laughs> okay, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, so somebody was posting a picture of it, neighbor hooters. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so it says type of license on sale, uh, liquor license, general public premises. Oh, that's funny. Yes. It's things like Kudos that. Kudos, whoever did that. that. Maybe it's our friend Lisa that lives in San Francisco. She wouldn't do that. Nah. But if she did, I'd be... She'd laugh at it. Yes. All right. From San Francisco to San Diego. Oh, the society we live in now. Here we go. This is the first time I've heard of anything like this. So a man 
who was thought to be exhibiting withdrawal symptoms from alcohol abuse at a California addiction treatment center, was found to not be addicted to alcohol. In fact, he was actually diagnosed the first person ever to be addicted to wearing his Google Glass. Oh, glass holes. Yes, he's a glass hole. So he has that Google Glass thing. So this is actually... A legitimate story. So doctors at the U.S. Navy's Substance Abuse Rehabilitation Program in San Diego uh, wrote in the Journal of Addictive Behaviors that 31-year-old U.S. service member was checked into the program during the summer, exhibiting symptoms that were initially misdiagnosed as alcohol abuse. However, the doctors soon said they found the man's withdrawal system stemmed from his addiction to his Google Glass headset, which he told doctors that he'd been wearing for up to at least 18 hours a day. Wow, he must look like such a douche. That's, have you ever seen somebody with those? No. I've, I've seen pictures of them. I've, I've seen somebody. It's just, I've never seen anyone in public wearing them. You just you look like a douche. They, you really do. I mean, I know the... I'm going to start wearing disguises in public once people actually start well, wearing those the all the time. Well, that's the thing. They have the camera. I mean, I know... You, they have a camera. You pretty, pretty, much pretty soon they have like, an, like analysis software and they can read like who you are. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure there is. I mean, you, you pretty much have to assume that you're getting filmed Facial no matter recognition. what. Facial recognition, yeah. If you're outside, you're getting filmed. Like, that's just, just assume that somebody's filming you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just kind of, I mean, that may not necessarily be true, but honestly, it's not that far off. Somebody easily could be filming you at all times. Oh. But the, the Google Glass, I don't know. The, the idea, the principle may no something there, but it's just, ugh, you know, I mean, just, it just doesn't work. I mean, I'm sorry, Greg. You would be the biggest of all glass holes. You are so addicted to your phone. If you started wearing Google Glass, you would not have a friend in the world. You would not do anything. you just wander around. I wouldn't need one. The internet would be my friend. Exactly. Well, no, I-, I will never. No, I, I will never get it just on that principle alone. No. I heard that uh, Google Glass was teaming up with Ray-Ban to try and make their glasses look cooler. Yeah, and they I'm have like, a serious image problem. Yeah, they've, they're, they're going to have to do. No, something. and I'm like, I'm like, that's going to ultimately, I think, hurt Ray Ban. Well, they've invested way too much in that technology to not do something with mm-hmm. it, so they're going to figure out some way to apply it. The other thing is the contacts that they're working on. Oh God. Anyway, uh, so Dr. Andrew Doan, he's the head of addictions and resilience research at uh, the Naval Medical Center in San Diego, and co-author of a paper um, about the addiction, uh, told. Uh, uh, told people that the man reported his withdrawal symptoms from Google Glass were much worse than than his withdrawals that he had previously had from alcohol. Uh, so when he was in talking to a therapist, the therapist would ask him a question, and he would have the repeated movement of placing his index finger to the right side of his face as if he was trying to get information from turning on his Google Glass. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so the man completed his 35-day treatment program and is now following up with outpatient hair, care. Again, this is for wearing Google Glass. The doctor says it's only a matter of time before internet addiction and similar conditions are listed in the American Psych- uh, Psychiatric Association's Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. Bam! Nailed it. Not really. I couldn't. No, you over didn't. I was just thing. trying to be proactive. And- well, Doan does think, Dr. Doan does think that this is a big problem. He said people didn't used to believe alcoholism was a problem. They just blamed the person or the people around them. It's going to take a while for them to realize that technology is indeed going to be problematic, and this is, in fact, a real disease. <clears throat> Let's see. Someone's asking if he's enlisted. He says it's a service member. How can he be doing all of his service if he's wearing Google Glass 18 hours a day? Yeah, I don't know. That, that doesn't, doesn't seem to be work, to work into the dress code. 
I mean, I guess if you're an office job, maybe you can. I would think the military would have an issue, though, with you walking around with a camera on your the military face. military is... Especially if you have... I mean... I believe that would probably be an issue. The military, I would think, like, you would not be able to walk around with a video camera capability on your face, an information syncing tool on your face. I think they'd probably have a problem with that. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. And finally, my favorite story of the day. Uh, I want to thank Katie in Texas. She sent this to me. It has, uh, has a double dose of the things that I like. It's not from Port St. Lucie. Unfortunately, but Greg, where is it from? In general, it's not from Port St. Lucie. Just in general, Florida. It's from Florida. Okay. And where do you think it took place? <gasps> in a Walmart. Mad Libs. Yes. And what was happening in it? All right. So there's the there's the place. Okay. There's the okay. So what action was being? What thing happens in Florida all the time? Public masturbation. Greg, you got the trifecta. <laughs> you got the trifecta. We got a Florida. We got a Walmart. We got a public masturbation. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. A Florida man has been arrested after he decided to take a stuffed animal off oh, a Walmart no. shelf and then use the toy to furiously masturbate with re- before returning the ejaculate covered <laughs> item onto the store shelf. Well, that is fucked up. So this happened yesterday. He put it back. He put it back. This occurred around 3 p.m. yesterday at a Walmart in Brooksville, uh, within 50 miles of Tampa. So according to a police report, this man's name is Sean Johnson, a Florida man, 19 years young. Decided to select himself a brown, tan, and red stuffed horse from a clearance shelf in the garden department of Walmart. (laughs) He then walked down to the comforter aisle in the housewares section, proceeded to pull out his genitals and then humped the stuffed horse utilizing short, fast movements. The lewd act was captured by surveillance cameras after Sean Johnson achieved an orgasm and ejaculated on the stuffed horse's chest area. He then placed the soiled stuffed horse atop of a bed in a bag comforter set contaminating gross. The comforter uh, set. I don't know. There's as well, something extra disturbing about this one. Yes. Well, Johnson, I don't. I don't think I like the way that they. You don't usually get to hear the way that they describe the public masturbator so and the with, achieving orgasm. So like sorry. the way how detailed this is, it's like really. And disturbing. he achieved orgasm. So this was based off of a video or actual. A person watching this. This is the police report. So this police, this policeman who reported it, or police w- woman. Was this an eyewitness? Uh, so it was on the they, they it was saw on it the, the security camera. camera. Okay. All right. So they this is direct from the police report verbatim. This guy is very detailed. Yes, selected a brown tan and red stuffed horse from the clearance shelf in the garden department, then proceeded to pull out his genitals and then hump the stuffed horse, utilizing short, fast movements. What do you think it was about the horse that he liked the most? I don't know. You know, there's a lot of other animals there. That's some of the questions I would want to know. Well, yes, of course, uh, he achieved orgasm and ejaculated on the stuffed horse's chest area. So, uh, Sean Johnson tried to flee the store before he could be uh, apprehended by Walmart security, but he was subsequently arrested by police department officers waiting outside. Uh, In a written statement, Sean Johnson did admit, indeed, that uh, he said, quote, I did unmunchables to a stuffed animal. (laughs) Ew, that's what he calls it? He did unmunchables to a stuffed animal. I did unmunchables again. I did unmunchables to a stuffed animal. Oh, that's a full on. That's a. That's crazy. That's that's a level of creep. Yeah. 
Uh, he also noted that he committed a horrible act and added, I need to think before what I do. I am extremely sorry. I did unmentionables. <laughs> he has been charged with indecent exposure and criminal mischief. The Walmart merchandise that came into contact with the reshelved stuffed animal was deemed contaminated. And they claim it's not suitable for resale. But stay away from that bargain bin at Walmart, friends. Hell, just stay away from Walmart. There you go. There, my friends, is your world of crazy. I did unmentionables again. Oh, Daddy, I did unmentionables again. Ew. <laughs> that's extra creepy. <laughs> I did unmentionables again. I don't know. I should probably stay away from it. Yes, just stay away. What? Oh. Is it me? Daddy, I did unmentionables again. Ew. Yeah, no, oh, that's okay. unnerving. We're stopping that. Unmentionables. We're done with that. Ew. No, I don't like this. It's not good. All right, let's 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 move on to something <laughs> else. Kaylin has the best thing. He said unmentionables equals Halloween sexy lunchables costume. <laughs> that is pretty damn funny though. All right, I'll give you credit on that one. That 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 was funny. Yes, it's amazing is what it is. All right. Well, you're talking about uh glass holes because they have to they're addicted to the internet and have to have their hand on their face at all times. Sure. You know, I I like to get my internet, Sarah, when I'm on the go. My Metro PCS phone. That's what I use. You're such a, <laughs> such a glass I had that build up. I, the problem is I waited until this damn unmentionable story, so it didn't tie in together. It was all worked out, and then it was too late. Oh, I'm so sorry. And then unmentionable guy just kind of ruined that. Metro PCS, fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, one of our wonderful sponsors. I probably shouldn't have tagged them up with that story, but they are they are really awesome. MetroPCS.com slash Metro. That is where you can go and find out all about uh, their all about uh, their services, about their locations. $40 flat rate. You can get unlimited everything, and you can get your internet on the go. You can. You know what? I love all of my news apps that I have on my Metro PCS phone because I can just look at it and immediately get news as if some you know some guy named Sean Johnson walks into a Walmart and does something unmentionable. <laughs> Do you have again. an alert that you get on your phone, like a text message? Well, I, I, like, I follow ding, ding. every like Florida blog there is. Do you just have like Florida, yes. Walmart, masturbation put into like a Google alert Ooh, that will no, come through? no, but I should. Yeah, you could. If you wanted to, you could do that with your Metro PCS phone. This you is get true. an alert for that. That's that's up to you, not their not their prerogative. So MetroPCS.com slash Metro, $40 unlimited, flat rate, everything. Let us know if you go and use their service, and we will let them know because they are awesome. All right, let's move on to Ball Talk and get away from that right <laughs> is now. Is that what you want to do? <laughs> Metro PCS is awesome. Hell yeah. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Uh, let's talk balls. Balls. Okay. Got a potpourri of balls here. There's one story that I do need to bring up because it's making international news right now. Kind of has to do with sports. So this happened in a 2016 Euro qualifier match. All so right. it's a soccer match in Europe where they're qualifying for the Euros, which is basically the showdown of all the Euro teams. It was happening in, between Serbia and Albania. Now, if you know anything about Serbia and Albania, they don't like each other much. They So the match was taking place in Serbia. Albanian fans were actually banned from attending because of the security threat of having Albanians and Serbians in the same place. Mm-hmm. And so it was just a Serbian fan base there. However, halfway through the match, and well, I guess this was actually in the late in the first half, a drone showed up over the stadium. And with it was carrying an Albanian flag. But not just an Albanian flag. It's this ultra-nationalist Albanian flag 
called the Greater Albania, where they want to take over the parts where Albanians live. Okay. It's it's not a good thing to start flashing in Serbia. Okay. Not going to go over too well. Like it. So somebody was flying this over the stadium. It got low enough to where a Serbian player was able to reach up and rip the flag down. At which point, an Albanian player freaked out and started shoving him, starting this huge match. Serbian fans started launching things at the Albanians on the field, and they had to get them out of there. Ended the match. It's turning into a giant international incident over this, and there's there's kind of lobby, like political sides are getting all involved from the so Albanians and the, the Serbians. Drone? Did they know? Well, there was speculation that it was the Albanian prime minister's brother. They that's what uh, that's what the rumors are. That Serbian rumors are. There was the Albanian prime minister's brother who was at the match, and he's the one who did it. But then he's saying he didn't do it. It's. I'm just saying this thing's going to spiral into something. Yeah. It's not good. It's not good. So that's one thing that's going on. I just want to make sure people are aware of that so okay. you know what the precipice of that is. So obviously has some idiot scary. flew a drone over this uh, over this match with that in it. So there we go. Just letting people know. Moving on. <laughs> uh, this is coming up because the Major League Baseball playoffs are, of course, happening right now. I want you to guess... Guess how much parking is near the Giants Stadium right now for the national champion or the National League Championship Series game. This is like the thing the before the World Series, right? Yes, the winner of so the winner like, of the, this is a big. This is high up. This, this is, is like, like in, in basketball. This would be the conference finals. Okay. Only it's called the National League Finals, and then there's the American how League. How much finals. parking is? How much is parking near Giants Stadium? Two hundred dollars. No, it's actually not that much. Oh. Uh, $100. It is $100 Dang. right now. how much it is going for. Normally, it is it is also only $2.25 to ride mass transit, apparently, in San Francisco. That's cheaper than Portland. That is, yeah, that is cheaper than Portland. $2.25? That's amazing. But yet, people are still choosing to pay $100 to park next to the stadium. So that is one thing that is going on. <laughs> $200. Is that today? Or $100, excuse me. Uh, that is today. That is going on today. And we'll get back to some Major League See, Baseball this, I know this is minute. the only time that I really like watching baseball. Well, there's so much on the line. It feels like they, they pick up the pace a little. It's true. I'll, okay, I'll come back and I'll explain a little bit more about what's going on. And I've got, got some, some info for you on that. Uh, to get back away from Major League Baseball for just a minute, in the news, there is one of the Dallas Cowboys star running backs. He's, yeah, for the team, he's a star. Name, name is Joseph Randall. So the Dallas Cowboys beat the Seattle Seahawks over this last weekend, which mm. is a big deal. Beat them in Seattle, which hasn't happened in a long time. However, this guy on Monday was also arrested in a Dallas area mall for stealing underwear and cologne. What? Who? His name is Joseph Randall, and this guy this guy has a four-year rookie contract valued at $2.35 million. But he got busted for stealing the alleged items. It's, it's, they only give you what the value is. Between fifty dollars and $500 worth of underwear and cologne from a Dillard's. A Dillard is a... I, I've had to find out what a Dillard is. Dillard stores. Is it like a JCPenney or something? It's like, it's like a guy's store, apparently, where they sell jewelry, cologne, and underwear. It's a man's store? It's a man's store, I guess. All right. From what I understand, we don't. I've, if we have them here, I've never seen one. But this guy went in there and with his multi-million dollar contract stole cologne and underwear. It's being noted in the chat by uh, Katie from Texas in the live chat funemploymentradio.com slash live that it was apparently even a tester bottle of cologne. It wasn't even the actual Oh, like, wow. Like 
bottle. I had a friend who used to steal all the testers from um, sto- like department stores and stuff. Was your friend's name Sarah also? It was not Sarah. I told you I was too afraid to steal things. No, my fr- my friend actually did because they didn't because um, you know, like there wouldn't be the same security tags on them. Uh huh. And so my friend would just take the testers, like cut off the top of the lipstick or whatever, and then just keep it. Yeah, that's kind of gross though. The tester wet tester lipstick seems gross to mm-hmm. me. All those women are putting their mouths on that stick. And then you're going in there and putting your mouth on it. Basically means you've made out with everybody who's come to the mall. And tried on that stuff. No, if you dip it in alcohol, that's how you try it. You can dip it in alcohol and then it sanitizes it. Does it? It does. Where's the meat supposed to be stored in the... On the bottom shelf. All right. So it doesn't drip. Okay. All right, we'll kind of go with that one. All right, moving on to ball talk. I'm going to bring this up because it's... It does, this will end up incorporating something in sports, but I feel like it's important for people to know. You know who Snoop Lion is. Snoop Dogg, he's now Snoop Lion. Yes, Everybody I know. Everybody knows who, Snoop who that Lion is. is. You know who Iggy Azalea Ugh. is. Iggy Azalea. Ugh. She is a rapper. Is she? Well, is she? on technical terms, yes. Ugh. From Australia. She's a blonde, blonde rapper. From Australia. Which, by the way, I've talked about this before. I just want to say I have the best Australian rapper names ever. Iggy Azalea is terrible. But when I become a famous rapper, I'm going to have an alter ego named Crocodile Dungey. You have said this so many times and nobody has ever told you it's a good idea. Uh, everybody will think it's it's because it's marketed to Australians, Sarah, not you. Crocodile Dungey also have you looked featuring... This up? What? There's somebody out there stealing my name already? I bet there is somebody already. Crocodile Dungey featuring... The old dirty Rue. That's going to be somebody who else is going to be like guesting on it. The old dirty Rue. The old dirty Rue, like a big yeah. dirty kangaroo. Yeah, yeah. Like the an old, old dirty Rue. Dirty kangaroo. The old dirty Rue. Stop it! Stop white boy lobster Coming clawing you. over there! Stop it! The old dirty Rue. I didn't know. Anyway, Iggy Azalea. That actually is a name of an Australian rapper. Crocodile Don Jay and Iggy Azalea. It's apparently drawn the ire of Snoop Lion. <laughs> Snoop Lion is not happy about her. Oh, neither am I. I he like just him. decided to. Uh, I'm looking for where what the origin of this was. I don't think she technically did anything to him, but he just decided. Oh, you to know start what she did things. to him? She existed. God. What do you, what do you think of Iggy Azalea? I, Ugh. So he started. God, I dislike her. I I haven't disliked a like a singer like that in a long time. She's awful. She's awful. You should pull up some some just so in case people don't know what it sounds like. Oh my god. Here, I don't know if you have to do it. I can't do it. All right, this is just this is only so you're aware. I'm not going to play this song. I'm not doing this to punish anyone. Just so people are aware what she sounds like because it is. I know. So uh, I swear this ties back into ball talk too. Lisa in the chat is saying, "Why do I hate Iggy? There's no real real reason to, but I do." Uh, let's see. Yeah, I just I. Everything about her, oh, I don't know why. It just totally grates just on like me. Just gro- like grosses you out. Yeah, she's like this little blonde Australian chick. She's with not a little. Big she's old, pretty tall. The big old fake butt and her ugly face. Oh, that has nothing to do with it. I don't care about her face. It's her voice. It's her everything. You know, it's her everything. It's the whole the whole package. The whole package. Huh? It's just Ugh. just not working for you. Do you think she's pretty? Uh, no. Uh-uh. I mean, I want to say no. I really don't. 
Maybe if she didn't talk. Uh, that might. Anyway, that was Ziggy as a rapping. Oh, God. Did she get the memo she's fucking Australian? Like, Jesus, what is she trying to do? One oh. of the best memes I've ever seen is it's just a it's just a gif of her like rapping and it says like what I think of when I see Iggy Azalea and then it switches to that scene from Tropic Thunder where the <laughs> the I can't remember is actually the actual actor's name the black guy's yelling at Robert Downey Jr. who's pretending to be a black guy he's like you're Australian <laughs> be Australian <laughs> it's pretty damn funny <laughs> oh, that's glorious anyway Snoop Lion has now gone on the attack. And started posting so pictures So there's no reason of, he just doesn't like the fact she exists He just either. doesn't like her. He just doesn't like her, as far as I can tell. He said, uh, so we just gonna ignore the fact that Iggy looked like Marlon from White Chicks, and then posted a picture of Marlon Wayans from White Chicks and Iggy Azalea. Oh my god, she Gotta does admit, look they, like him. They, they, I mean, she does. I, I, wow. I'm not gonna say right or wrong, I'm just saying it's that's true. Well, you did just say that she does it's, look like it's him, true. so that's pretty much saying that it's right. Well, it, are you afraid to offend Iggy Azalea? No. Well, I mean, if Iggy and I put out our, our with Crocodile Dungee, I mean, Stop you might have a problem with Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. He goes on to start showing some other things. It gets really graphic, some of the things that he shows. He really does not like her. He posted another one saying, I'm just going to read what it is. So this is, uh, I'll read it. I'll read part of it here. These are Snoop Lion's words. This is not safe for work. One more, Iggy. Sucking dick like the punk bitch she is. Now post some more shit, ho. I'm just getting started on your fake wannabe black bitch. And then it says, wrong and word to fuck with. And your... I'm just going to be careful here because I want to say... And your N-word better not say shit. That's the part here. So he's referencing... Her boyfriend at the end of that. And it's also a video of some woman with a gigantic dildo uh, doing things to it. Now, her boyfriend happens to be Nick Young of the L.A. Lakers. Okay. Yeah, he is a... And also, he's he's equally as douchey as she is. They're a good match. He calls himself Swaggy P. Nick Young is a douche. You can argue about his basketball talent, but he's a douche. Mm. And that's her boyfriend. Now, uh, Iggy Azalea started posting a bunch of things saying, uh, you know, I, why are you doing this and blah, blah, blah. And then she posted, um, congrats on your success, but my dog taking a shit is newsworthy nowadays and I don't need to, tro- need to troll for attention. And you say the same. Anyway, saying all these things to Snoop, Snoop Lion. And then Nick Young decided to get involved. Oh, really? Yep. When I told you, he's kind of a douche. Okay, what did he do? Nick Young says, These old heads turning into suckas. I'm so West Coast. Ain't nobody worried about no Snoop Lion. This dude just going through a midlife crisis. You go get convertible yet. OG's out here losing. 
So that is what Nick Young said. So he has just gotten involved. That is the latest that I have. Yeah, I think it's just her existence that pisses everybody off. What do you think about Iggy Azalea? Somebody was talking to me about her once, and they was like, I kind of like her. I'm like, I just can't talk to you. I'm like, it's not I, It's not that I don't like you. We just can't have this conversation. There's, I had to... I'm like, if you like... I'm like, you can like what you like, and I like what I like, and that's fine. I'm like, but I don't... I cannot, in good faith, talk to you about her. Ugh. All right, sorry. Go ahead. There we go. I just had to let people know, because Nick Young is getting involved there from the LA Lakers. Finally in ball talk. Let's get back to something that's actually pretty cool. That is the Major League Baseball playoffs that are happening right now. This is pretty cool. So the Kansas City Royals were taking on Kansas City Royals taking on uh, the uh, Baltimore Orioles, which I believe is today, actually. Today, game four on Wednesday night. It is Wednesday, correct? Yes, it is. It is. So the original day of the game was supposed to be yesterday, but it was rained out. And there is a super fan who wrote to one of the Royals' left-handed pitchers, Brandon Finnegan, asking if he had any tickets left over for the game. You know, a lot of people do this kind of thing all the time. They'll write players for tickets. But he said he, him and his girlfriend were too poor. They're too, they're like the biggest broke Royals fans ever. And he was just writing him. He said, you know, I'm. If you have any tickets, well, Brandon Finnegan wrote back. He wrote Tuesday in KC, and the guy wrote back, yes, please Tuesday. He's like, okay. I got a couple of tickets for you. So Brandon Finnegan of the Kansas City Royals, who are in the American League Championship Series, wrote wrote him back, got him the tickets. Then the game got rained out. He didn't forget and wrote the guy back again on Twitter. This is just some random fan <laughs> saying, all right, game got rained out. Wednesday okay for you? And the guy said, yes. Uh, he replied back, um, let me buy you some KC barbecue to pay you back sometime. And Brandon Finnegan just wrote, yeah, man, you got him, and I'll gladly go eat with you, but you don't have to pay. So anyway, pretty cool dude. Yeah. Pretty, pretty cool dude. Hooked him up with tickets, so he's going to get to go see the game today because Brandon Finnegan seems like a pretty cool dude. That is awesome. Yeah. He said, I know how it is for a college kid to be college age. You don't have much money after moving and buying food and everything. So I told him to come down here, and I'd make sure to give him my autograph and whatever else he wants. Oh, that's sweet. There we go. Pretty cool. All right, finally in Baltac, we have this. So this is... After Higgy Azalea, you're probably going to like it. So, this comes from a Baltimore Orioles fan. Now, their team is down 0-3. If the Royals win, they're going to go on to the World Series for the first time since 1985. And, of course, the Lord Song Royals is based off oh based off of a picture of George Brett that Lord, the singer, saw. So she named the song Royals. This is a Baltimore Orioles fan with her reply to that. Have you heard of Baltimore? <laughs> or Chump City as it's called in the movies? No, it's we not. We are proud no. of our dreams. She, she didn't even change the words. In the yeah, she's still singing the same words. No postcode envy. Still words. And every day it's like old Bay Natty's hanging out at Dempsey's pickle sliders. Haters up on our streets, we don't care. We're winning everything on the scene. And everybody's like, Royals baseball is my favorite. I'm cutting that off. I just personally stopped that one. That was so obnoxious. I don't know why. We've played way more obnoxious songs, fan songs on this show. 
that one just annoys me. And looking at her, I'm I'm sorry. I just I couldn't do it. You had an Iggy Azalea response. It was That's almost right. an Iggy Azalea. Mm-hmm. Comp I thing. totally understand. It wasn't that. I'm just saying. That was really bad. Yeah, that's that like, was, that was a, lazy. That it was, was that lazy. lazy. You're right. That's what it was. You like, can't just I'm change fan. one or two words and I can, then make it. I can get over on bat poor singing. I can get over on poor production. I, I can get over that stuff. Laziness when it comes to the lyrics. No, no. Come up with some lyrics that make sense for Baltimore. Don't just copy the song and then insert Baltimore somewhere. Mm-hmm. No, that doesn't. That doesn't work. That comes from Lauren Hall. Full credit to her. Royals Baltimore Orioles style. It's been viewed 91,000 times. Oh, okay. 91,000 times on YouTube. 91,001. Thanks to you, Greg. Yes, indeed. Published mm-hmm. on October 7th. She has 91,000 views. All right. There we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Wow. Today was kind of a day. Are you going to congratulate me on my uh, success on my passing my test again? Do I need to again? How much? You never did. I think that you should. I, after all No, of I this. said congratulations. No, you didn't. You said that I didn't deserve it. No, I did not. I was just trying to make sure that you're better. You're better for it. Tearing you down and bringing you back up. You do have the right server attitude. This is still working for you. Oh, my God. Portland servers. Some, 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 some. There are some really nice oh, servers some here in Portland. There's some fantastic ones in Portland. But there are some real dick faces, too. There are some real, yeah. There are some <laughs> real jerks. It depends on where you go. That's why the places that advertise on our show, we love it. I'm not kidding. Hell That's because yeah. they're awesome. There are some places where that's not quite the, no. quite the case. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Pick up your tickets to the Fun Employment Radio five-year anniversary party taking place November 14th. Get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. If you're on Facebook, go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash funemploymentradio. We put up an event invite down there. I just click on the events section. We did. We made it yesterday. So if you're going, just go ahead and RSVP there. Yeah, because it helps give us... It helps give us a little bit of an idea, you know, of what's going on and make mm-hmm. sure that everybody's getting getting their tickets because that's the important thing. Funemploymentradio.com, pick up your tickets, like us on Facebook, and then uh, submit yourself RSVP to the event on there, too. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be that would be cool. That would be cool mm-hmm. because you guys are cool. Coming up today on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be the Carl Show starting, Jason, at about 5.30 p.m. Oh. And that will be followed by Geek in the City. They didn't ask me to say it like that. It's just how I feel like it should be said. I know. Said. You just... you Geek in the city. It's just kind of a okay. improvised freebie there. That was really... That was something. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. We appreciate each and every one of you. Every one of you. Thank you. Your support is incredible. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. We will be back. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. We don't have anything confirmed yet. Okay, we don't have anything confirmed yet. All right. We will be back tomorrow, though, regardless, with a brand new Fun Employment Radio. Bye, guys.